dangerous. Be aware it's dangerous. It's gonna be one of us. And a trip goes on because we're the pirate optimus. To the west, to the east. Gonna find the way, it's laying the way all the way. Ahoy, and welcome back to Piecemeal. This is a One Piece Book Club podcast. I'm your Captain Tyler, and my Nakama joining me this week are Matt. If I were reincarnated, I'd want to be a clam. <laughs> Jason. Oh, that was my quote. <laughs> <laughs> do, you want me, do you want me to choose oh, one of my I get, No, instead? I got one, I got one. Okay. Give, give me a fresh Jason real quick. Jason. What a wonderful day this has been. I met people. <laughs> Laura, an old guy and a unicorn are having a drink together. (laughs) Uh, Melissa, it's 100% my fault, but forgive me because I'm so cute. (laughs) Dave, there's no way a skeleton can talk and move and have an afro. (laughs) Theo, once dead and all bones. (laughs) And special guest, Xander, I've become a darkness man. Welcome to the show, Xander. Uh, thank you for having me. It's the most dark- Kingdom Hearts thing I could think I could I found. I was like, oh, yes. oh man! If only there was a monologue of darkness. That would have been my whole quote. <laughs> I was gonna say I've become a darkness man, aka a goth. Heartless. <laughs> uh, every week on this show, we read and discuss one volume of the famously ongoing manga One Piece. This week, we're reading volume forty-six which is titled Adventure on Ghost Island. But first, I'd like to get to know you a little bit better, Xander. Oh boy, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> first, first, can you tell us about your, your role-playing podcast that you do? Oh, yeah, sure. I was expecting to talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I do a podcast. Yeah, I do a wonderful Slice of Life podcast that's totally not secretly a horror show, despite <laughs> what the various uh, fans and community of the show uh, want to say. Uh, it's called Heartbeats, a heartwarming fantasy. It's a fantasy slice of life show about two people who say, man, the big city sucks. Let's go to a small town. And then weird stuff happens. They get to, like, go fly a plane, go into a haunted house, uh, eat dinner with the locals. You know, just wholesome, normal things. A haunted house, you say? I dinner say with anything. the locals, you, you say? <laughs> yeah, dinner with the locals. Uh, which, which, funny enough, an explosion happened somewhere in that episode. Great. No. <laughs> hmm. Makes sense. Very good. Yeah, you, you don't let Jock <laughs> into the kitchen. There's always something that'll catch on fire. But the reason that you and I know each other is because you also do a One Piece show. I do. You want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, I do uh, Sailing All Blue, a podcast where I have forced my best friend Matt, who has <laughs> never read One Piece, but has read practically every other shonen in existence, mm. and I force him to read One Piece and recap it a few chapters at a time, and he's not allowed to read ahead until we record, which can be like a week or a few months. <laughs> it varies a lot. <laughs> and, but, uh, but we have fun. Where are you guys up to in release so far? Uh, in release, we just finished Barati and started the first chapter, chapter 69, nice, nice. of nice. Arlong nice. Park, in which I surprised Matt in that episode uh, to do a dramatic reading. So we're voicing <laughs> that all of chapter 69 oh. as the various characters. Uh, it was fun. It was, nice. it was stupid fun. <laughs> I am greatly anticipating hearing you guys go through Arlong Park. Oh, it's it's very good. Um, 
but I'm excited for the special we did because I, I can't wait to release it where we go over uh, Romance Dawn, one of the specials. So what is your relationship to One Piece? Like, when did you start reading? Why did you keep reading? And when did you catch up? Because I assume that you're all caught up. Uh, I, I am current, yes. Um, I started One Piece through the 4Kids dub <laughs> on Saturday morning as a child. But I didn't start reading One Piece until my, like, early 20s. Mm. So about, like, uh, five, six years ago is when I started actually reading One Piece from the point of Skypea onward. And since then, I've constantly just been rereading One Piece every few months. Yep, I get it. (laughs) That that seems to be a common thing here. Yeah, when When it grabs you, it don't let go. When you catch right. up, Dave, you just start over because there's so much of it, you forgot most of it. <laughs> that, I, I forget uh, half of the things we, like, so me and Matt, obviously, we read the chapters. By the time we record, I forgot everything. <laughs> <laughs> and after I edit an episode, I immediately forget what subject matter it is. <laughs> so if it wasn't for the fact that I had prepped myself to be like, what was the episode recently released? Because I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be asked this. <laughs> I would have been like, I don't know. <laughs> Drum Island, maybe. Uh, so so what grabbed you about One Piece when you first started watching and reading it? What got me into the show as a kid was, outside of the amazing opening, which I super love. It's the sure. best One Piece opening. It's incredible. Uh, fight me. Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> yeah, we we are uh, super into the One Piece rap. We all enjoy it. We are. <laughs> we are. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo. Um, but I think it was just... As a, as a kid, right, like, I watched a lot of Saturday morning cartoons and Cartoon Network and stuff, so I watched a lot of stuff, and eventually, uh, you know, Adult Swim, so I saw shows like Cowboy Bebop and stuff growing up, and for whatever reason, I always looked forward to watching uh, One Piece as a kid, and it wasn't until I was older that I realized it was because uh, the characters are just super fun to, like, just watch, and I, my favorite episodes are the ones where they just, like, interact the yeah. most. yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, there's fights, whatever. Who cares about the fights? It's like, oh, man, uh, Sanji and Zoro are duking it out and arguing. I'm here for it. Here's my popcorn. Let's go. But I just really enjoy One Piece. I enjoy the characters. And I love, like, a lot of the the themes and messages that I'm, now that I'm, like, older, mm-hmm. I understand and can grasp instead of, like, oh, cool, funny, funny laughing man. Um <laughs> Now it's all oh, funny laughing man, but oh man. But you're crying. That, that tragic fact. Yeah, I'm <laughs> crying because I'm like, oh man, Usopp lying is not as funny. <laughs> it's a real tragedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Usopp's one of my favorite uh, uh, characters. <laughs> He's so good. You're very welcome here, Xander. Among friends. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about we get into the volume? Yeah. I'm too scared. Yes. <laughs> too spooky. Too spooky oh, no. for me. Uh, we'll start with the author's note, and I'm going to tag team this one with Matt. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Matt, are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, this week, Oda writes, I'm going to tell you the weird song I used to sing with my friends. Please sing it for any of your friends that are crying. <laughs> don't cry, don't cry. I'll give you a sweet potato, my little tart. Never mind, that's probably going to make you fart. So let's begin volume 46. Well, now I'm crying. (laughs) It did the opposite. (laughs) You fucked up, Oda. (laughs) I'm crying and I don't have a sweet potato. 
It's a lose-lose. <laughs> Worst combination. This explains some things, I think. Well, I don't know if it explains anything exactly, but it's appropriate for this volume, at least. <laughs> a lot of farting in this volume for some reason. Yeah, this guy loves <laughs> farting and sweet potatoes. Wasn't there one SBS where he ate some sweet potatoes and cootabooed all the way to, like, New York and then back? There sure was. <laughs> Love that. Oh, Love that for him. Boy, that Oda. <laughs> he just sure is all about that gallows humor. <laughs> uh, previously, in a fierce battle, Luffy and his crew invade the government base of Eni's lobby and defeat CP9 and save Robin. But in the oh, process... Right, that happened. <laughs> yeah, remember? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in the process, the Going Merry is completely destroyed, and the heroes bid farewell to their trusted ship as it sinks to the bottom of the sea. Returning to Water 7, the heroes receive a new ship, the Thousand Sunny, a gift from the Master Shipwright Frankie. Since Frankie is also wanted by the government for his involvement in the raid on Eni's lobby, Luffy convinces him to join his pirate crew, and together they set sail for the next destination, Fishman Island, which is definitely the next place they're going. Mm-hmm. No I'm, pit stops along the way. Yeah, just so excited about Fishman Island. The triangle, that's all. Mm-hmm. Right. But wait, wait, wait. The Fishman Island is definitely on the other side of the red line, right? It's. It has to do with the red line. You'll see when we get there, Jason. It's not that long. Sure. We just got to get through this, this triangle, like Matt said. Mm-hmm. Okay. I um, trust you. I shouldn't, but I trust you. <laughs> Look, tr- trust me. It's real soon. <laughs> Compared now to here, it's nothing. Uh, meanwhile, on a faraway island, another battle between pirates just uh, has just begun. Well, I mean, it's technically happening in the past, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Portcast Ace, Luffy's big brother, has tracked down his former crewmate Blackbeard, who is wanted for murdering a member of their crew. But as the fight goes on, Blackbeard reveals his true dark power. He's made a darkness. But before we get into that, Okay. We do have to take a trip to the moon. We do. Yeah. We almost Flying forgot. To oh, the moon. So, I, 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 I broke at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I couldn't, I had to know. So I, I, I ignored everything. I, I closed my eyes at everything in all the, the, the chapters beyond this point. But I had to just read the rest, the rest of, of Anna's story. story. I had to know. Uh, and I do wish I was around to tell you that the, the wiki does have articles specifically for the cover stories. So you could have just gone there. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. I, I didn't, I didn't, it worked fine. I didn't get any spoilers or anything. Okay, cool. But it's... it's... <laughs> Tyler, it goes some places. Tyler, yeah. I can't believe this. I would like to it's reiterate amazing. again. It has never been animated. <laughs> So the space pirate we met last time tries to stab Anil, but it has no effect on his lightning body. Of course not. And Anil kicks the shit out of this space pirate. This blasphemer. (laughs) Suddenly there's an explosion in the distance, and Anil is not pleased that someone is damaging Endless Vars without his permission. Only he gets to blow up Endless Vars. (laughs) My Vars. Uh, We see other space pirates, and they are a cavalcade of absolutely bizarre designs. (laughs) The weirdest things Oda's ever drawn. Yeah, it's like... It's like if Tex Avery designed the Star Wars (laughs) cantina scene. Like, (laughs) oh my god. After having, like, a really bad day. I just just want to... I just want to reiterate that phrasing. The weirdest thing Oda... 
as yeah. ever drawn. <laughs> <laughs> Truly otherworldly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wands uh, would and... hang out with these guys, I bet. <laughs> this crew of space pirates has set up an excavation site on the moon. Uh, Enel arrives to ruin their plans. And then we begin a flashback within the cover story. <laughs> where, right. Where, where we, we learn le- yeah. that Lieutenant Spacey is Mega Man. <laughs> he was created by One Piece Dr. Light. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he is a mechanical man that was constructed on Machine Island. And that's where that cover story leaves off this week. Yeah, right. Little did we know, One Piece and Mega Man Legends, same universe. <laughs> Basically. Mm, I, bet, I bet Brian David Gilbert has a video about this. His, his, full, name was, his full name was Rock D. Volnut. <laughs> uh, so we resume our other flashback now on uh, Bonero Island, the duel between Ace and Blackbeard, uh, where Teach explains that he ate the dark, dark Logia fruit, and he became a darkness man. Sure. He so this Kingdom is, Hearts. He says this is said to be the most dangerous power in the history of all Devil Fruit powers. Mm-hmm. According like, to him. According to him. I just I'm real interested in this in this manual that has the the fruits in it. And like yeah. the history of that and like mm-hmm. how we book. know about the fruits. It's yeah. Yeah. it's strong enough that he knowingly made himself an a mortal enemy to Whitebeard. Right. <laughs> One like, of the four emperors. That. Right. And, like, considered the world's greatest living pirate. Yeah. Yes. And he was like, worth it. <laughs> Fair choice. He's like, bet, let's go. Uh, can I Can I just say, unrelated uh-huh. to anything that's actually happening here, <laughs> I like Ace's freckles. They're yeah. nice. I do, They're too. Nice. Ace is great. It's a nice touch, mm-hmm. character design-wise. Um, I really like the, this might have brought up last week, I really like how the darkness is illustrated. Yes. <laughs> the, like, like, Inferno, or the Tornado of Darkness. Yeah. Yeah, and it's got sort of, like, the sort of smudgy quality to it that's mm-hmm. very good, that kind of blurs mm-hmm. the edges. I like a, a lot. Very delicate stippling. Teach mm-hmm. decides to give a demonstration of how his power works. Uh, and the town begins to evacuate because even his crew is running for cover now. <laughs> a wave of inky blackness cascades out from him as he explains, Darkness is gravity. A darkness so dense it sucks in everything, even light. Infinite gravity. Oh, That's some Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> the heart's true essence. <laughs> so... So it's a gravity fruit, then? Uh, about that. Uh, no. The, the, <laughs> Stay the, tuned. The ground uh, he, <laughs> he uses a technique called Black Hole that literally sucks the entire town into the inky darkness. Every building is gone, and it's as though there was never a town there at all. And he compresses the darkness into, like, a disc. Yes. Uh, he then follows this up with a technique called Liberation, where he expels the debris of everything that he just sucked in. This was chilling. Yeah. yeah, Tyler, you told me that Marshall D. Teach was was a foil for Luffy, and <laughs> this I'm see- like I already saw it a little bit, but this is next level. Yeah, like thematically, because Luffy is so much about liberation and freedom and light, and mm-hmm. I just I can't wait to see more about yeah. what Teach's goals are. We have met the flip side of that coin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, light and dark. 
And again, and just... we were we were tricked when, <laughs> like, at the moment we first met Teach, we were also meeting Bellamy, which yeah, the story right. was like try with like saying in like the most blunt entry level way was going to be Luffy's foil, and right. then he gets curb stomped in. <laughs> Three seconds uh, because just, he sucks just immediately. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, but we did actually meet Luffy's foil here, I guess. Yeah, who, if if I remember correctly, we didn't even know his name at, at the time, mm-hmm. but he was also like with Luffy on like you know follow your dreams, the whole like the positive dream aspect. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a super creepy scene. A man's dreams will never die. Yeah. It's cr- it's creepy yet very empowering. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's the only one other than Luffy whose bullshit I actually buy. Yeah. <laughs> it's creepy because you get a bad feeling, but you have no like. There's nothing you can point to to say this is what this is the red flag that's giving me a bad feeling. Just uh-huh. icky vibes. <laughs> yeah. And I really like the very intensely uh, rendered scene of liberation yeah. where an entire yeah, town can... is ragdollized, basically. Can you just just havoc physics objects oh. sent in every direction. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to talk about something that I brought up around the time of Arlong Park, also, when he brought the building down and everything. Uh, oh, which yeah. was the concept of returning to zero before you can fix a problem. Like you gotta, you gotta tear the actual problem down before you can actually attack fixing it. Mm-hmm. And teach again is like the reverse side of that mm. because he he tears this whole town apart and makes it as though it was never there. Mm. Yeah, and typhoon, and then doesn't oh, no. leave anything in its place, right? Other than just smoldering, just desolation, irradiated wreckage. <laughs> yeah, he's. He's like, yeah, I agree. Make it zero. <laughs> Make it zero. Uh, Ace Did retaliates. I <laughs> Did I stutter? Uh, Ace retaliates by shooting out a bunch of little embers that he calls fireflies. And they all home in on Teach and set him ablaze. Ace was a little confused by this because if Teach was a Logia, that attack should have just passed right through him. Uh, but Teach says, I told you, darkness sucks in everything. Whether it's punches, blades, bullets, fire, or lightning... Unlike you, I can't just turn into fire and avoid these attacks. My body absorbs all pain, and that pain is amplified in the process. But in exchange for that, there's another thing I can absorb. The gravity of darkness can pull in the actual body of Devil Fruit Oozers. And Teach sucks Ace in with his power, and he grabs him by the shoulder and punches him in the gut. And sends him flying. Which he shouldn't be able to do. Remember how Enel thought he was hot shit? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Lord... He's probably better off on the moon. <laughs> yeah, much safer. Uh, apparently this, teaches power. This. Yeah. Apparently yeah. teaches power acts similar to Sea Prism and it negates Devil Fruit powers. He is the embodiment of harsh reality, whereas Luffy and and Usopp and his whole crew is the embodiment of dreams. Mm-hmm. And like uh. I just I, I can't wait to see how this plays out even more, because we're seeing a little bit of it of um the it absorbing all pain mm-hmm. and that being transferred into a power. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I can't put words to it yet, but it just, it feels cosmically powerful. And I, I really like that line that he delivers too, where he, he says like, it's probably been a long time since you've taken a real punch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, man, he takes <laughs> a lot of punches in the gut. He sure does. 
the two continue to clash as Blackbeard's crew and the townsfolk of Bonero watch on in awe and horror, respectively. Uh, Van Auger points out that today must be yet another crossroads of fate. Uh, Blackbeard asks Ace one last time if he'll consider joining his crew, but Ace just says, If I bowed down to power, what's the point in living? I'll never live my life with regrets. Do you understand that, you moron? That's so cool. <laughs> he stands so cool. up, and he creates a massive ball of fire that he calls Flame Emperor to hurl at Teach. <laughs> it's as though he creates the sun itself. So cool. Hmm. Blackbeard meets it with his own blast of darkness, and the island is engulfed as both attacks slam into each other in a King of the Hill battle. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the uh, explosion panel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it reminds me of um, something that happens way later. <laughs> so I, I want to see the aftermath of the island, though, because like, yeah, no there's kidding. no way like any of the any of the rubble that was left or any of the surrounding land is like okay. Half I wonder how many that... of those people are okay. Yeah. Mm, oh yeah. <laughs> those townspeople, they're gone. They're, oh, they don't. Half of that island is now glass. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> There's a very interesting panel from uh-huh. this little exchange, and it was... I like the way Tyler said that. <laughs> and it was uh-huh. and it was Ace with a very ominous look on his face that, as he says, I will make Whitebeard the king of the pirates. Yes. This is the second time this has been really emphasized mm-hmm. that yeah. he has this burning powerful ambition that seems to be as powerful as Luffy's and it is not for himself it is in service of someone else he wants to he wants to be the kingmaker basically in service to someone else but it doesn't feel like subordinating his will it's like no true genuine faith in someone else yeah it's not about bowing down to whoever's more powerful it's yeah he truly in his heart believes in Whitebeard yeah even over his brother yeah, yeah, even over family. Uh, there is a panel of Ace's hat hitting the ground, and the narrator reads, The duel at Bonero Island in the Grand Line, this battle between pirates, would later be identified as the trigger for the major events that were to follow. God. Oh boy. It's probably fine. What does that mean? That is, it's probably fine. It, it, sounds, it means that it sounds like Shanks was right. <laughs> and in It's retrospect, probably fine. In retrospect, that is not an understatement. <laughs> That's a very deliberate panel. (laughs) God. What? Oh, God. What is this? What is going on here? Uh, Back in the present, we're on the the Thousand Sunny. (laughs) (laughs) Time for zany shark antics. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) The the Thousand Sunny peacefully sails along, oblivious to all that shit that just Mm. happened. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And Luffy and Usopp goof around with their new aquarium-sized fish tank. They just keep catching stuff and dumping it in, and their latest catch is a shark, which then proceeds to make short work of all their other catches. I want that so unbelievably bad. (laughs) Think of the food chain. (laughs) I'm so jealous. It's like, there was like a Pimp My Ride episode where someone had a fish tank in their car, and like, this is kind of the one piece of clothing to that, and I'm super jealous. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry that... Hit my boat. Yep. Hit my sunny. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I, he already did. He already pimped out the boat. I just love Frankie just being like, see? <laughs> Told you this room's great. I put a boat in your boat. 
<laughs> wait till we get wait till we get to the, the dock the yeah. docking system exactly yeah i heard you like boats <laughs> uh, up in the crow's nest zoro spots a barrel labeled as treasure that's floating by definitely not a trap that's, no it looks very inviting fine. actually mm-hmm. rpg players would you pick it up absolutely yes <laughs> yeah i'd shoot it uh, Dark Souls players, hit this fucking thing as soon as you see it. It will bite you. Yep. Uh, they pull it up onto the ship, and Nami explains that it's prob- uh, it probably has booze and preserved food in it, which was made as an offering to the guardian spirit of the sea for safe passage. Uh, Zoro wants to crack it open, fearing no divine repercussions, because he prays to no god. <laughs> I love that that's Meanwhile, the Luffy says, hey god, I'm gonna have a snack. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Robin notes that if they do open it, it is customary to then replace the contents and set it adrift again. It's like ocean geocaching. Yep. Geocaching. <laughs> God yes. damn it. Geocaching. Yes. That's that's very. There we good. go. It's the it's the pirate version of pay it forward. Yeah. Pirate uh, it forward. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. As soon as they get the lid off, though, a flare fires up into the air. It's probably fine. Yeah. Probably fine. Robin hopes that it's a prank, but it's more likely a trap, and they have now just given their positions away to an enemy ship. Easy problem. Change position. Yeah, thankfully for them, a, a huge storm arrives, so they furl up the sails, and they utilize the Sunny's soldier dock system, which seems to be numerous gadgets that are built into the sides of the ship that can be rotated in and out of use. Gadget boat! <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> they set it to channel zero, which converts the ship into a paddle boat and it uses the same cola engine as the Cuda Burst. It's quite the ship they have now. Mm-hmm. Hot damn. Incredible. Use and, a lot and of cola. Instead of SBSs, we get like a lot of uh, diagrams of, of how everything works. Exactly what is going on in this boat. And it's very cool, and it's like, I love cool. you know watching everyone take a little tour through it, but every time I'm still like, yeah, but it's not the Mary. <laughs> yeah. Well, about that. <laughs> Uh, the crew manages to get through the storm, but they find themselves smack in the middle of the Florian Triangle and surrounded by mist. Uh, then they begin to hear music and the sound of someone singing. yo yo <laughs> A very specific tune they hear. yo yo uh, Directly behind them, they suddenly spot a massive ghost ship. And on the deck of that ship, they see a skeleton. A skeleton? Just, just a skeleton. It appears to be moving, and it has a top hat, and an afro, and it's sipping a cup of tea. Mm, delicious. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of guy. Scary song. Spooky, scary <laughs> skeleton. <laughs> Mentions something about Binx's brew. It's a, it's one of his favorite uh, microbreweries from the <laughs> South Blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, an expedition team of Luffy, Sanji, and Nami board the ghost ship to try and see if there's any treasure aboard, and uh, also to get a better look at that skeleton. He's, he's introduced by the, you know, by the omniscient uh, narration boxes as Brook, gentleman skeleton. I guess that's his rank. Yeah, that's sure. His, his official position, gentleman <laughs> skeleton. In the skeleton army. Right. 
I'm very into this motherfucker's like tall. He's got like a like a Tumblr sexy man like oh, muscle God. build. Complete with. Complete Please don't with, ruin like, Brooke for me. <laughs> complete with like an Austin Powers like roughly cravat. He's the Brookler. He's the I, Tyler. I will find you. Like there are. Like do you feel like those phantom pressure around your neck is my fingers. You know, and pending around, you know, to crush your windpipe. And God. Dave, to that I say, how bad could it be? <laughs> I will, I will, I will destroy you <laughs> and everything you hold dear for bringing right. fucking Wunsler into this. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. We we need to move on. We need to move we on. Need to. Yeah. We I'm absolutely done. need to. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> God, can we just let this conversation let it die, let it die, let it die. Tyler, can you edit in the the disconnect from a Discord call sound? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to now. Post, because that really set us off. I had no choice. (laughs) I was backed against a wall. Yeah. Uh, So, Brooke, this skeleton man, in addition to his tea and top hat, he also carries a cane, and he is Jason's new best friend, I assume, and also Dave's worst nightmare, I assume, uh, because he routinely makes puns about being dead or a skeleton, (laughs) which he refers to as skull jokes. Skull jokes! Skull jokes! His his puns are so shitty that they become... Like, oh, okay. Sincere and kind of wonderful. It's such a good gimmick. Yeah, especially because like he vibes perfectly with Luffy's terrible, stupid sense of humor. Like <laughs> Luffy thinks this guy is the best. Yes. And I, I, I realize that's kind of an interesting trait that Luffy has. He does have a sense of humor. He finds things very funny, usually mm-hmm. really stupid and juvenile things. Yes. But he never, ever makes jokes himself. Like he has no sense of irony that is ne- would be necessary to, to make a joke. Yeah, it, that's it, kind of fascinating the, to me. To, what are you talking I, about? I when, he, when he meets uh, Robin, or when Robin gets on their ship, he he uses Robin's little hands to be chopper. He's a, he's a comedian. That's genius. true. He's, he's very good at impressions. That's yeah. that's that's physical. That comedy, is true. He's, he's he did got he did make fun of Sanji down. that one time too. Yeah, uh, Luffy's a prop comic. Yeah, that's that's yeah. different from like intentionally saying something. That's and when funny. he was making fun yeah. of Zoro, he did call him th- four sword style. Four sword style. Four sword style. <laughs> I, I think there is. Uh, I, I knew that Brooks and Luffy were going to get along famously. When Luffy calls out to him on the ship, "Do you still have to poo?" <laughs> and the skeleton just goes, "Yeah." Yeah, I do. I do. I want to like this skeleton man so much. But his first move is to ask Nami if he can see her panties, and I just don't. It it comes out of nowhere. It comes out of nowhere. I have a theory about this. And in in every other respect, (laughs) he seems too cool. Please rescue this skeleton for me. Justify him. So you know his 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 running gag about the skeleton jokes, the, the bone jokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it a boner joke? I I think he's really committed to finally landing. Oh, you gave me a boner. Ah, uh, but I'm all bones. <laughs> he, he wants to create so the, the situation in which he can do that. Yes. 
That's, okay, that's I'm going to choose to believe that he's just a socially inept skeleton trying well, to make a bad joke. <laughs> no, here, he has a second gimmick in addition to his puns. Okay. Because he's introduced as the gentleman skeleton. Right, yeah. Ah. But he is horribly rude in pretty much every interaction they have. <laughs> and that's that. the joke. But in a he's, gentle, he's but rude a and ill-mannered. <laughs> yes. And also in a completely sincere way. He has no desire to offend anyone. Right. He just sucks. <laughs> but like later on when he's banging on the table for dinner and then asks Robin to give him her piece of meat instead. He's just very rude. He doesn't have a lot of etiquette, despite being a gentleman. No tact. Yeah. Uh. Tact rotted away with his skin and eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Luffy's follow-up question to the poop one is, want to join my crew? I- immediately. Mm-hmm. And he says mm-hmm. yes. Uh, <laughs> I'd yeah, love to. Right. confirms that he would love to. Shortest arc ever. Yep. Uh, uh, so it's so a Xander. Arc, actually, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Xander, why did you want to join for this volume? <laughs> I love Brooke so much. <laughs> like, every almost everything about Brooke is great. <laughs> the panty thing is a little... Up, like, it's weird, but I think it slows down after a while. Yeah, yeah he never does the... it again. It's, it's, it appears to just be, like, an autumn, a default Oh, it, it'll, it'll happen just... later. Oh, but really? it, He it's, does it, it because... when he meets women, but it's well, only, what, like, a I one-time mean. thing. That's what I mean. Like, it's a one-time thing per it's his, lady. It's his opening it's salvo, like, and then it's, it's like, over. It's like somebody told him, he this is to... how you introduce yourself to a woman. Yeah, he learned, like, <laughs> yeah, this is the equivalent of asking, like, what's your major? <laughs> what's, what's your sign? Yeah. I, I think he wants to open just checking, and then once... It's a no. He moves yeah, on. What, yeah. What's this he, relationship? Yeah, it's better than pushing it. Someone will eventually say yes, and then he'll get oh, that boner no. joke. He's sooner, s- sooner or later, it's. Oh, but he's already reason. dead. Statistically, he's gonna meet someone who says yes. But I also love how Brooke dresses because uh, uh, there's only a very handful of people who dress similarly to Brooke in the series. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he has a great fashion sense, mm-hmm. especially going forward. And again, <laughs> especially really going forward, they're really so good, good at like. Um, doing all this with just black ink, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just simple, solid silhouette. Sanji's got competition. I know. <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> oh, God. You're right. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. The remaining Straw Hat crew are introduced to their newest shipmate, to all of their chagrin. None of them are into <laughs> it. They're mad at Sanji and Nami because they sent them along with Luffy to keep him from doing this. Specifically which, so this wouldn't happen. Which, I don't know what they were thinking. Like, haven't we? how many how many demonstrations have we had now that Luffy cannot be stopped or dissuaded yeah. from doing really <laughs> stupid things? They, more than anyone, should know that he's a force of nature. Right. He joins them all for a meal, and he explains his story to them. He says that he ate the Revive Revive fruit... It's a devil fruit that did absolutely nothing but lose him the ability to swim while he was alive. But after he died, his soul returned to the world of the living and was able to return to its body. Unfortunately, though, due to the fog of the Florian Triangle, it was difficult to find his body, so by the time he did, it was already skeletal. That d- but- Okay, so when you eat the fruit, you know what it does. So he- So it's not like he went through his life, like- not knowing. Yeah, he assumed that when he died, he'd probably come back to life. Okay. This is the only, like, equivalent of a one-up that exists in the One Piece universe. (laughs) 
I found a free guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, While he is explaining his story, we also get a better look at his ship. And there's just a really cool Jolly Roger on it that you can vaguely see painted on the sails. Oh, yeah. Very tattered sails, though. Uh, They're impressed that he managed to keep his hair despite being a skeleton. But he simply says he has strong follicles. (laughs) You know? Yeah, checks out. I believe it. Kumidori. Uh, they then notice that he doesn't. <laughs> it took a second. <laughs> they then notice that he doesn't have a reflection in the mirror and is also missing his shadow, and they suspect that he may actually be a vampire. Oh no! Oh no! <gasps> Zombie ghost vampire. Uh, he says, "I would need much more time to explain everything. I wandered the seas for too many years. The reason for my being a skeleton and not having a shadow are completely separate matters." My shadow was stolen from me. A certain man took it a few years ago. Having my shadow stolen means that I can no longer exist in the world of light. If I bask in direct sunlight, my body will disintegrate. I knew someone in a similar situation. He went in the sun, and I watched him vanish. That sight made my hair stand on end, even though I'm a skeleton. (laughs) You still have hair. Just (laughs) cover up that trauma with a pun, bud. Sorry, I was... was I was looking back at an old, uh, older panel of the ghost ship and I'm trying to make out the Jolly Roger. Hmm. Oh yeah, when the I... the Straw Hats first stumble upon it, we get a really good look at it. It's yeah, it's a little faded, but I think I see a skull and crossbones. Mm-hmm. But instead of the, you know how the crossbones go doing the X. That's why they call them crossbones. Um, <laughs> the the top two look like they're horns. Yeah. yeah. Kind of bullish, maybe. Yes. Brooke begins to laugh uncontrollably. And then Usopp asks what's wrong with him. And Brooke says, What a wonderful day this has been. I met people. In this dark <laughs> ocean and heavy fog, I cannot tell when one day ends and another begins. All alone on a ship I could never steer or navigate, I could only wait for decades and let the waves rock me back and forth. I felt so very lonely. I was lonely and scared. I wanted to die. A long life certainly is a blessing. Rejoice, everyone. You people have made me so happy. You offered to have me join your crew, correct? I was so happy when you asked. Thank you very much. But I must turn down your offer. I cannot live under the sun. The thick fog of this area is all that allows me to survive. Even if I go with you and get out of this area, it would only be a matter of time until I disintegrate. I would rather stay here and wait for that miraculous day when I can restore my shadow. Luffy is activated. <laughs> <laughs> Luffy Muna, I'm I'm all, I'm I'm trying not to cry. This is like this scene is what made me fall in love with Brooke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just like, like I'm like, oh, that's such a mood. <laughs> it hits home. Yeah, just like this, uh, like. That, that that sort of spackling over trauma with humor yeah. to to the point that mm-hmm. it makes everyone nervous. <laughs> yeah. Some real, like, Rick and Morty wubba-lubba-dub-dub energy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue. Uh, Luffy tells Brooke not to be such a loner and offers to get his shadow back for him. Don't suffocate in isolation, he says. Yeah, exactly. Indirectly. <laughs> Uh, Brooke is touched by that kind offer, but doesn't wish to send the Straw Hats off to their deaths. I just bet you. He tries to change the subject by offering to play some music, because he's a skilled musician himself. Which we need one of those. His doom. That, that's what... 
this just redoubles Luffy's resolve. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and like a sorcerer, he just pulls out an instrument out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Deep pockets. Uh, they are all interrupted by the arrival of a ghost. A g- g- just g- passes g- through the walls. A, g- g- a ghost. A g- 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 ghost. <laughs> Phantom. Uh, they look outside and find that they have arrived at an island. The the manga has shifted genres. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Tw- twice yeah. now. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're now. Uh, we're now suddenly in in JoJo Part One Phantom Blood. <laughs> Uh, this island is Thriller Bark, the Wandering Ghost Island. Okay. <laughs> sure. Oda yeah, has incredible names for locations. He sure uh, does. A- a- Water Seven, Ennis Lobby, Thriller Bark, and and then Fishman Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so can't win them all. Uh, Nami notes that the log post isn't reacting to it. And Brooke says that that's because that island has traveled all the way here from the West Blue. Huh. So it doesn't have the the uh, magnetism of Grand Line Islands. Can, can islands do that? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, how did it Why get not? here? It, it probably didn't go over that fucking mountain, I have to assume. <laughs> it, it so definitely it had to get here yeah, it, it, it wouldn't via be able to, calm belt. Those like little um, U-shaped bars... That the, that the Mary ball barely got through? Right. <laughs> How, how's he going to get under those? <clears throat> Brooke shows off his remarkably nimble body by hopping into the sea and running along the water, thanks to the lightness of his bones. He's like a little Lazarus lizard. <laughs> <laughs> also, we haven't even really touched on it yet. I love Brooke's laugh. Mm-hmm. And what is that? Very piratey laugh. Yeah. Yes. I'm I'm really happy Oda saved that for him. <laughs> yo ho ho. What, what distinct for laughs me. do we have so far? We've got a yo ho, we've got Zehahaha mm-hmm. and Gurarara. <laughs> which sounds like he's just gurgling cottage cheese. <laughs> don't forget How could we forget? And don't forget that Anil is a Korok. That's right. He he Yahaha. Yeah. Uh I know in the anime Luffy has one. I don't know if he does in the manga. Yeah, in the anime he is she she she. Ooh. Cuz he's very monkeyish. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a little little chickster. He's, yeah. Brooke thanks them all again and he tells them to flee before it's too late. Uh, but Luffy's mind is already made up. They're going to go on that cool ghost island. He's oh caught the going on an adventure disease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the second Brooke ran away, he just turned back to his crew with just the biggest <laughs> grin on his face. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, he grabs a net and a cage to chase after that ghost that they saw and keep it as a pet. He's been playing too much Animal Crossing. Yeah, he <laughs> looks like he's about to. <laughs> yeah, like, he straight up looks like a villager. <laughs> Uh, Robin and Frankie offer to go along with him, and this gives Frankie an opportunity to show off more of the soldier dock system. Inside Channel 2 is a shopping uh, boat that is made for smaller excursions. It's a steam-powered paddle boat that seats four, and it is the Mini Mary. (gasps) Yeah! Yeah! Mini Mary! So good. Because Oda can't even kill the boat. When does no one is allowed die, to die. Tyler? <laughs> it's carrying forth the will of the Mary. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And it's uh, got a little steamboat willy thing in the back, little sack <laughs> pipe. I like that even Mar- Zoro is, is touched. Yeah, Mary it's, it's, it is a nice gesture. Mm-hmm. Uh, Usopp, Chopper, and Nami take it out for a spin. Uh, meanwhile, we learn that in channel one and three, uh, we have a one-seater waiver, the white hobby horse, and the three-seater recon submarine, Shark Submerge. Whoa. <laughs> Luffy being in a, a submarine. <laughs> Boy. It's a choice. <laughs> Luffy likes to live dangerously. God. Indeed. This is the most, like, by the toys kids-ass shit yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> that's, that's Frankie's whole thing. So. That's that's yeah. mega, That's full Megazordia right there. Yep. <laughs> I like that they agree to go to the island, and Robin just says, let's do it. I love a thrill. And it's like, <laughs> not only is she completely ride or die for Luffy now... Mm-hmm. I feel like she's also like, what could a ghost conceivably do to me that could be worse than the past 20 years of my life? <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, she's ready to start experiencing things. R- Robin yeah. is a being like when, um... who has just been purged of all fear <laughs> at this point. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, Robin was the only one to just not react when the ghost showed up inside the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She yeah, also didn't react to freaking out. And Robin's just like drinking her, drinking her drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Having a nice juice. Like, yeah, just like, oh, this is cool. Fully, like, is ready to just give no fucks. Like, she is yeah. living her best life. She is nowhere to go but up. Uh, while everyone's backs were turned, Nami, Chopper, and Usopp went missing, and they hear a scream ring out from the island. It's fine. It's probably, it's probably fine. fine. <laughs> it's probably fine. And we, we get a kind of, sort of, continuation of Robin's new gimmick. Where she just imagines the worst possible outcome. The worst possible outcome. <laughs> mm-hmm. That screamed. Maybe they fell victim to the ghost curse. Uh, suddenly, the Sunny's anchor drops on its own. And then the hatch in the deck swings open, but nobody seems to be around. Luffy's face starts to stretch on its own. And then Zoro's sword draws itself and flies out towards Luffy, but Frankie kicks him out of the way just in time. Uh, Luffy swears that he felt someone touch him, and Robin could hear the growling of a beast. Uh, Sanji tries to hop off the boat, but is caught in midair and then slammed back onto the deck. He looks so cool for a second. <laughs> then he says, <laughs> Which Zoro will rag him for. For the rest the of end his of days. Time. <laughs> this invisible force fucking grabs his ankles and he just swings and slams into the boat like he's on a hinge. That's so funny. Uh, then something grabs Robin and begins to lick her. And we get beat two of the yucky game. <laughs> Gross. Uh, the ship is then rocked by sudden waves and the creature flees. Uh, meanwhile, on the island, Nami, Usopp, and Chopper lay at the bottom of an empty moat after hitting a wall and falling overboard off of the Mini Mary. Uh, as they try to figure out where they are, a beast walks up to them. It's a Cerberus but it looks like its heads were all stitched onto one body. And one of the heads is clearly a fox. (laughs) (laughs) It looks kind of bummed to be there. It is very self-conscious about having a fox for a head. Mm -hmm. I think it's cute. It's adorable. Mm -hmm. If it was a Pokemon, I would love it so much. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was thinking that. Uh, They hide... I just really love the... Tim Burton-esque quality to the di- to the designs from here on out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Like, yes, very that. It very much feels mm. like 
I would have just watched Nightmare Before Christmas and was like, I know what I must do. It's one of his favorite movies. That's definitely what um, Usopp's outfit reminds me of. That, that oh, yeah. yeah, he's he's got a fun hat and a garlic yeah. necklace. <laughs> he looks real cool mm-hmm. on Thriller Bar. He's ready to take on the Omen. He's, he's fully in that in that Van Helsing costume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they hide from the Cerberus up a tree, uh, where they are greeted by a man uh, just hanging out in this tree named Hilden. Little What's vampire up? buddy. He offers to take them to the mansion of his master, Dr. Hogback, by it's way him. of horse-drawn carriage. That is such a cool panel. Carriage. Yeah, the carriage. Sick, it's so good. Yeah. It's, it's extremely gothic horror bloodborne oh, panel. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. stupid they, dog. Yeah, that, that was about to say, they get on the, the carriage to Kanehurst. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Chopper seems to recognize the name of this doctor. As they ride to the mansion, Chopper excitedly explains that Dr. Hogback is a famous master surgeon. It says, every doctor knows his name. He saved many lives with countless miraculous surgeries. He gained all the fame and fortune a doctor can imagine. All doctors around the world look up to him. However, one day, Dr. Hogback went missing, and no one knows if he was kidnapped or disappeared for his own reasons. Hilden confirms that on this island is the Dr. Hogback that they've been referencing, and he's been conducting research beyond the scope of mankind. Ooh. Mm. Okay. And then Nami makes the terrible mistake of looking out the window. It's probably fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nice. Because she sees the 69 lion. There's a lion with 69 on it. There's a lion. He's got the face of a, human, of a thinking man. <laughs> and he looks really proud about it, which makes it even scarier. So <laughs> he, he says grin. <laughs> grin. So all these creatures we've been seeing, they all have numbers on them. Mm-hmm. The Cerberus, this lion, um, I think even Hilden does yeah, he's got a somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like 21. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this lion, it has the face of a man. It does. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on, we meet a man with the face of a lion. We sure do. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. I didn't put that together. So perhaps this man's face was transposed onto this lion. And knowing what we know about this man, it seems very appropriate that Oda gave him the number 69. Yep. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. And yeah, why his boy. face is so disgusting. Less yep. nice. Yeah. Unnice. I'll be honest, uh, I, never, I never put those together. Usopp and Chopper don't believe her rambling at first, but when they also look out the window, the whole forest is teeming with weird zombies and ghosts. Yeah, it's just some this, Alice in Wonderland shit. And she drew shit. them a picture. And trees with faces. Yeah. I fucking hate that tree, man. <laughs> I love it. That tree scares the shit out of me. It was really scary. <laughs> I'm right there with you. This is the scary. <laughs> I mean, the... this was warming to my heart after, um, oh, what's his name? The little vampire boy. Hilden. Uh, Hilden, like, just gaslighted zombie at the very beginning of this chapter. <laughs> she said, oh, I saw something. And he said, oh, it's just your imagination. I hate it's that. It's probably fine. I hate that horror trope. I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> she drew them a picture. Oh, yeah. An example. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty pretty accurate to what she saw. And Usopp still has his evil be gone yes. <laughs> banner. This is so- Which is not working. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not effective. He keeps holding up well, crosses. That just means too, they're not evil, right? I guess that's, that's true. true. Surely. That's mm. true. They could ride the Nimbus. Oh. I don't know about <laughs> that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. 
Maybe not uh, this everyone, lion. <laughs> everyone requests that Hilden stop the oh. carriage and bring him, uh, bring them back to their ship instead. Uh, but after ten minutes of waiting for him to tell the carriage driver to turn around, they realize that they have just been ditched in this forest. Well, love that. And they look up to uh, see Hilden's <laughs> cackling ass flag away. <laughs> It's literally a vampire bat. Yeah. I'm a shitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, that's gross. Uh, then zombies start pulling themselves out of the ground and surrounding yep. everyone. Just straight up zombies. Right out of Night of the Living Dead. Yep. Mm-hmm. They all start grabbing at the straw hats, but Usopp manages to scare them off with a flaming star. Oh, they don't like the foyer. I just... I really appreciate Usopp's being like, I know their weakness. <laughs> Set them on fire. <laughs> and then when it works, he's he's like shocked. <laughs> yes. I appreciate the one zombie that lost his head and then his friend that tosses it back to him <laughs> yeah. and says, you dropped this, dude. Oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks bro. bro. <laughs> yeah. Preach, bro. <laughs> uh, the Straw Hats thanks, try bro. to okay. run away from the zombies, assuming that they will just be shambling. Uh, but these are not the shambling variety of zombie. <laughs> oh no, we got the fast zombies in this movie. Oh no. However, they have absolutely no endurance and they get tired super easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been great to watch in 28 days later. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Man, the zombies call them rotten punks. A bunch of arsonists. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're they're intruding. That's true. Uh, the crew managed to run all the way to the mansion... Uh, so they just decide to go in after all. I feel like this next panel was brought to someone daring Oda to do three-point perspective. Oh, man. <laughs> and he went, I'll give you a fucking three-point perspective castle. <laughs> no, he handed these to the assistants. <laughs> oh, do you think? <laughs> I would have. Summer. <laughs> he, he had a lady throwing plates to draw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get to her. We'll get to my favorite character. <laughs> Uh, they all see a spotlight trained on a well, and then a random zombie woman pops out of it, carrying a stack of plates that she starts flinging at all of them. It's a really good game. It is. They, they are rescued by the arrival of Dr. Hogback, who explains that this woman used to be engaged to a very wealthy man, but to test his love, she shattered ten valuable plates from his cherished dining set, and the engagement was called off. Hers is a sad tale of disgrace and dishonor, having boogers stuck on her face and cast out of the mansion. Gross. Sindri, my plate-hating servant. <laughs> can I, uh, can I, can I take us aside for a little Japanese folklore lesson? Please, oh. please. Let me, let me. Let's walk into this little detour real quick. Uh, so this is a reference to the Bancho Sara Yashiki. Sorry, Bancho Sara Yashiki. Probably mispronounced the both times, but that's fine. Um, it's a Japanese ghost story that uh, involves the death of... Usually it's like a maid or a, a beautiful young maiden named Okiku. And she's like betrothed to a samurai that she's not really into. Or like the samurai... There are variations or like the samurai is like hitting on her, but she's like not into it. Um, and anyway, to get her to like... I, I guess to, like, blackmail her, they trick her into believing she had lost the tenth plate of a very beautiful plate set, and 
she was in a and the whole deal with her ghost is that she frenzily counts up to nine and then shrieks when she tries to uh, count the tenth plate because it's not there. Um, Interesting. Oh, yes. yeah, I've seen that and, in video games before. Yeah, there are some yeah. video games and anime and manga that reference this, where there's just a ghost in a well. Oh, because um, there's usually also a well because uh, Okiku in the story either like throws herself down the well or gets thrown down the well. She dies with the well, uh-huh. and she and her ghost comes out of the well all vengeful and stuff and with plates. Anyway. And here she is. And here she is. <laughs> she hates plates so much. <laughs> Uh, Hogback has quite the sense of fashion. Sure does. I was about to say, are we going to gloss over this? We are not. This man. (laughs) Got some low-cut pants. uh, I I took a run at this one. Help me out if you think I didn't nail it. All right. uh, I said that he looks like if Danny DeVito's penguin frequented dance clubs. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to go. Dance clubs. Um, I was gonna go with um, if Dr. Eggman attended the Rocky Horror Picture Show (laughs) (laughs) that's very strong complete with high heels oh yes I mean if you're going to a showing of Rocky Horror you gotta have high heels you gotta have the heels this definitely does have very Rocky Horror vibes too Oh yeah, the fishnets. I'm got confused by his cape though because it seems to merge with his hair that is attached to his head Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> She's got a little bit of a little bit of a Jotaro Kujo yeah. thing going. <laughs> where one ends, where the other begins. It doesn't matter cuz it's all black and he don't he doesn't have to make that decision. Exactly. He's not animating it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem for the animators to solve. <laughs> uh, he welcomes them into his manor where he explains that he came to Thriller Bark in order to study the zombies here. Uh, he says, the eternal dream of humanity. Everyone has lost a loved one. Everyone has someone they wished would come back to life. But such ideals are heretical to the medical establishment. Those closed-minded fools. They call it madness. They That's why I disappeared from society. <laughs> to continue my research on this mysterious island. The nerve of them calling me a mad scientist. Mad. <laughs> and a scientist. <laughs> oh, also, let us not overlook um, the, their dining room table, complete with high back chairs, where the high backs are all crucifixes. <laughs> the, oh, oh probably I didn't fine. notice oh, that. Yeah. This they is probably sure fine. Are. This is so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is where where'd you get that from? Pier six six six. Oda said, "Look, I'm doing a horror arc. I'm gonna get into every horror trope I can think of." Subtlety is for cowards. Yeah. I know writers who use subtext. <laughs> Let us also not forget he's got a special laugh of ho-ho-ho. And correct me if I'm wrong, Tyler, but in the anime, isn't it changed to <clears throat> fosh, fosh, fosh? I have no idea, Jason. That <laughs> sounds right to me. <laughs> uh, Chopper asks for his autograph and for a peek at his laboratory later. Hogback obliges the autograph, but gets directly in Chopper's face to tell him that no one can look in his lab, ever. The shading. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They then all enjoy some pudding that Sindri dumps directly on the table because she will not allow them to use plates. (laughs) I just, I love Usopp and Chopper just full on putting their faces into it. Especially like Usopp specifically. It's just 
Like, I can get Chopper doing it. Chopper was a normal reindeer for a while, so like, yeah, whatever, who cares? Plates are dumb. Mm -hmm. uh, but <laughs> but Usopp, no hesitation. Yeah. Just show, shows how brave he is. He's willing to like, just follow follow what's happening. Let us just slurp. He will be a fool. Let us not forget that Usopp is a hick. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess that's another Rocky Horror trope of just, there is a dinner scene in which the server, like, throws the meal down haphazardly onto the <laughs> dining room table. Yeah. Uh, they ask Hogback if he knows Brooke, but Hogback feigns ignorance about a walking skeleton man. <laughs> that, that sounds stupid. <laughs> There's no such thing. A walking on... skeleton, non-existent zombies. Yes, skeletons. <laughs> Ghosts. Absolutely. That's madness. Skeletons. You lost me. The other, the other thing about Hogback is that he's like the Uncocoro in <laughs> that his he has a specific facial expression and it never ever ever changes. Right. No, no matter what emotion he's feeling, it, it's it's wild. This it's is it's wild. upsetting. Whereas with Kokoro, it it's good and we like it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I think with Doctor Hogback, it's that his face is a little bit too small for his head. And it's just a little bit in the uncanny valley for me. Yes, like his and face. It's, it's directly into like its neck and head, all one thing. Yeah. yeah. And I think that mm -hmm. I think that this is very literally true because you can see the the seam of the surgery scar, the stitch like, marks. Yeah. His, yeah. his like, face is not so much on his head as it has been like surgically attached to the front of his head, <laughs> and it didn't fit quite right. No, it it's, looks. It's it's they real bad. Good. It's great. Yeah. If it wasn't for the panel, like the close zoom in, I for the longest time I thought um, those were not glasses mm. for Doctor Hogback. Oh, that those were like straight eyes. up just empty socket eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, very very reasonable conclusion, frankly. Because because <laughs> yeah, I thought the lines were part of their mask, which you're not wearing correctly. That's right. not how you wear a mask. <laughs> no, yeah, it's supposed to go over your mouth, bro. And nose. Yeah, we've been yeah. over you're a fucking surgeon. Which, you know, yeah. with that nose, I understand the challenge, but... Yeah. You need a bigger mask. Right. Usopp could probably tell you where to find one. <laughs> yeah. Nah, he just cut a hole in his. Mm -hmm. It's true. <laughs> uh, so I have to put a content warning here for the next scene. Mm. Uh, yeah. Or yeah. sexual assault, because something very bad is about to happen. Uh, I will have timestamps in the uh, episode description if you need to skip ahead. Uh, but later on, Nami is taking a shower while Usopp and Chopper stand guard. Even though Nami doesn't trust Hogback's story at all and suspects this mansion is also full of zombies. Also, she, she just took a bath. Well, she also just got grabbed by zombies. Yeah, <laughs> she makes an excellent point. I do understand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even if they're not zombies, getting touched by strangers, you gotta you gotta take a bath. Get that mm. ick off. <laughs> mm. I personally would not have taken a shower in this environment i can't lie to you <laughs> in a situation where you're clearly not comfortable well, uh, remembers nami is a shameless girl that's true mm -hmm. she is a, she is a that uh, has been a consistent element uh, yeah she's a she's a bad influence we all know that uh, she says that they should all just play along and then sneak out when they get their next opportunity uh, they can't stay the night it would be too dangerous uh, then suddenly her arms are grabbed by an invisible presence and she is slammed into the wall. 
Uh, her, her mouth is covered so that she can't call for help, but luckily Usopp and Chopper come in to investigate the sound. Uh, they manage to chase off this invisible man. That's invisible beat three man. of the yucky game that we played <laughs> in this volume. Yeah. She does kick his ass, though. She does. <laughs> He kicked. Just, she kicked that, something. Yeah, I think it's a little, little more towards the front where she kicks. Yeah, I think she kicks some invisible nuts right there. <laughs> yes, that's fair. Good. Harder. Uh, there is a there is a very funny joke that is happening during this terrible scene, where well, uh, Usopp, you, you hear oh, the fart. fart. <laughs> Why is and, there so much farting in this episode? <laughs> yeah, well, Sweet potatoes. And uh, that's true. While the, the while the event is happening, Chopper like he's like I can smell something. He's, oh, I'm sorry, you can still smell it. <laughs> I, don't know, I thought that was a very funny joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, and like I, uh, I'm trying to parse the intention of this scene I, aside from like hitting horror tropes because we want something akin yeah. to like the psycho shower something scene. Happens basically, in the shower, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But it's just the the grabbing and the pose like that that tips it very very cleanly over into like sexual yuckiness. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and very much like posing Nami for the viewer. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it starts out that way. I don't want to psychoanalyze this man I've never met, but I do want to point out again that he married a woman who played Nami on a stage show. It's extremely <laughs> weird. I, and you're that right. that has occurred at this point in the manga. I don't. So I have to think about that every time he does stuff like this with Nami. I don't... Mm. It, it makes me wonder, like, what is their... Like, yeah, you're right. Like, it's not... And I agree. It's not cool to think about other people's, you know, lives too much, especially when they're real living people who you respect in every yeah. other fashion. But it just makes me wonder, like, what is their relationship like? Yeah. <laughs> like, is this is this funny to her? I, I I hope so. It seems like it would have to be at this point. I will say, from a narrative point of view, so there's a um a, po- a popular interview with uh, the creator of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, where where he was asked, "Do you just hate animals?" Because there's <laughs> yeah. so many scenes in JoJo's Bizarre there- Adventures where an animal is hurt or killed. By another to, character. To the point where the uh, huh. the current uh, JoJo recap podcast, uh, free plug, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, <laughs> Chip Cheesem and General Ironicus... Um, oh my god, is that what they're doing now? They certainly are. It's <laughs> called... Uh, biz- it's <laughs> The name of that podcast is Bizarre Podcast colon Dogs Must Die. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that does sound like Chip. But uh, <laughs> the answer to that question was No. I believe that there is one thing you can always make do to make a character irredeemable, and that's to have them harm an animal. You can't you can't come it's back. A shortcut. From that. Yeah. And I I always got the feeling that was the intent with this scene. Is he wants us he wants the character that's doing this to be perceived as the monster that he is. Yeah. And it works. And it works. Yep. It Personally. Work. It works. We just you don't have also, to show it in such an exhibitionist right. yeah. way. He, Fair. Yeah, yeah, he also chose mm-hmm. the way to illustrate mm-hmm. it. Right, was, I'm I'm judging uh, where the for camera him. is positioned. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. He could have Hitchcocked it and done it all in silhouette. Mm-hmm. Right. right. You, get, you get a... You get the overlap of... I get the... Definitely I get the intent. But it's also the same, you know, type of stuff as with Khalifa and whatnot. Where yeah. he likes to indulge 
It's a little bonus. Just I don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't it's hate like, it's indulging. Like the occasional cheesecake. But the, it, it, the two elements combine very poorly in this. Yeah, situation. it's like... Absolutely, yeah. I get... I, I get what you were going for, Oda, but also you 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 made me look at that. So <laughs> it was like uh, on top of everything else, and also getting on top of everything else was unnecessary. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Continue. Yeah, yeah, and also getting a literal vavoom. Yeah, yes. As they come, I, I saw that vavoom, and I'm like, guys, <laughs> no, come guys, on come on. <laughs> Literally, read the room. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, back with the Sunny crew. The ship is snared in a giant spider web, so they all decide to disembark too and to go look for the others. Where's so, the giant yeah. spider? Yeah, that definitely implies there's a giant spider. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, those clouds are real quick. Oh no! <laughs> oh, oh, shit. No. oh boy! I those... didn't even think about that. <laughs> those clouds, by the way, in the background are looking really, really that... nightmare before Christmassy. Yeah. That seems, Tyler. That seems like the kind of thing where it's like, how could you possibly have not thought about it? Because in the grand scheme, it's such a small thing that I can't well, forget quite, about it. Have you seen it. that web? It's a big thing. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you, I'm not, I don't think I can accept that, Tyler. I'm sorry. Uh, Luffy spots the Cerberus and immediately decides he wants to eat it. <laughs> Robin gets my reaction. <laughs> yeah, my, how cute. Yeah. He's a little cutie. Uh, Luffy approaches and tries to get it to shake, but it bites him on the head instead. He says a dog is a dog. <laughs> a dog is my grandpa this just <laughs> adds to the thing that um my my co-host matt brought to my attention which is d- oda and dogs <laughs> i like for the years of me reading this this thing on repeat i never clicked oda in the tr- treatment of dogs well, luffy doesn't get along with dogs very well <laughs> huh. sure typically doesn't. it seems like no because they're always cause he's a monkey him. that's oh fair God. They're, monkeys and dogs are, are natural enemies. Is that, is that true? <laughs> it's are a thing. I see. It's a thing in, in, in the J- circle of life. Lore. He slowly pries it off of him and then punches all three heads at once into a wall and then begins to ride it like a mount. <laughs> right. Officially tamed. Dominance. I just love after he knocks it out, he says, Down, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All according this to is, plan. This is me and D&D. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is a giant crocodile attacks. I'm rolling animal. <laughs> Maybe. This is coming with us. This, this is our new friend. <laughs> this, this is friend shaped. Yes. Yeah. I'm taking it. <laughs> I'm not going to just not try to tame it. That would mm-hmm. be unconscionable. Luffy's got new crewmate fever. <laughs> he, he certainly does. It is very funny for me to see Luffy systematically terrorize all of the zombies that were just terrorizing Nami it's and the so others. so funny. Just a full turn of the tables. <laughs> wow. The real monster has arrived. <laughs> Sorry, did a, did a quick uh, lore deep dive. Uh, there's a Japanese idiom called Kenan no Naka, mm-hmm. which is relationship between dogs and monkeys. Uh, it is just an idiom that's kind of the Japanese equivalent of fighting like cats and dogs. Mm. Yeah, they're natural enemies. I, you know, then that just means that this is supposed to be a really long-running gag. Yes. I'm not here for it, but <laughs> now it's kind of funny because I, I get the joke. And I'm like, man, that commitment, because it's, it's throughout... <laughs> But I learned something today. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Also, Luffy is absolutely me. Like when I'm at, when I went to the cat shelter with my roommate to pick up our our now sweet 
adorable bean. There were uh, there were four uh, collars on each of the cats. The the four genders: um, boy, <laughs> girl, yellow meant bathroom troubles, and red meant spicy. <laughs> Ooh. And the 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 shelter specifically didn't say you know ill tempered you know or whatever. The shelter specifically used the word spicy. Show me your deepest red cat. And I was yes no I was trying to be fucking. Like, uh, what's his name? Jackson Galaxy. I'm trying to be Cat Whisperer <laughs> up in here. Like, no, no, I'm the one. I'm the one who can go up to all the spices and no. <laughs> I'm gonna outspice this cat. No, oh I, I, I can. No. I fix him. You didn't. I, I was, oh. I was in fact spiced. I walked out of that place with like five band aids across my, my hands. Oh boy. <laughs> I believe Jay, it. Jason. I am so glad you know what Jackson Galaxy is. Yeah. I had to explain it in an episode of Sailing All Blue to Matt. Because <laughs> uh, the running gag is every episode I introduce Matt with a different uh, name. Uh-huh. So he starts off as first mate, and then progressively it, it just gets weirder. Good. Um, and one was Confident Tree Dweller. <laughs> Good. Correct. Uh, I'm so glad. You don't know how happy that makes me because no one knows that show. <laughs> yeah, I only ever just see his face in the pet store. It's it's such show. a it's such a dumb show, but like I had roommates super obsessed with it, <laughs> and because they were, I eventually just got hooked. <laughs> awesome! So thank you. Oh man, that was great. <laughs> uh, we're happy. Meanwhile, to help. on the mansion grounds, are we gonna skip over the the tea scene? You can go over it if you want. Okay. <laughs> I didn't have it in my notes. I skipped over it. Oh, okay. Well. Th- I don't know, just the shot of Luffy walking in on a tree and a unicorn sharing drinks together is such a funny image. <laughs> <laughs> it's that same fucked up looking tree yeah, that we like, saw before with the, the nose. The one with the awful yeah. face. Well, it's all fucked up because they're, they're pouring drinks, but it's like pouring out of the cup and it's, it's, so it's all upsetting. It's very Alice in Wonderland and drug trick. They have this expression of like, yeah. he caught them doing something they knew they weren't supposed to be doing. <laughs> he caught them on, he caught them on their on their smut break, and then he caught them with his net. And then he tries to ask them to join his crew. <laughs> Sanji and Zoro both tell him to stop. It's it's my favorite gag this whole arc. Invite <laughs> every spooky thing. Yeah, <laughs> bring it all on the ship. He's just got it in his head. Like I'm recruiting a new crewmate on this island. I don't really care who it is. I'm not leaving till I have one. Yeah, Luffy is doing a Nuzlocke run of Thriller Bar. <laughs> Look, his favorite oh, type man. is ghost types, and he just can't pick mm-hmm. a favorite. Uh, meanwhile, on the mansion grounds, Hogback meets with the Invisible Man, whom he calls Absalom, and the Ghost Scout who they both referred to as Perona. Uh, they begin to plot the capture of all of the Straw Hat crew due to their sizable bounties. Nami, Usopp, and Chopper argue about whether or not all these creepy things they've encountered can even exist when they encounter Hilden hanging off a chandelier. This motherfucker. Welcome back, Hilden. <laughs> he tries to explain that he didn't ditch them. He just went off to the bathroom. <laughs> but they do not believe him. When I came back, you were already gone. <laughs> And his cart was damaged. <laughs> uh, suddenly, they are attacked by a living painting in the room, as well as a mounted pig, <laughs> uh, pig's head on the wall, and a living bearskin rug. The, uh, the pig get... introduces itself as Oinkchunk, who is the head zombie of this room. <laughs> oh, That's his rank. Specifically, head zombie of this, this room. room. <laughs> I think 
I think that's just because he's just the head zombie. Ah. Uh, <laughs> oh, so you think like uh, like zombie that is a head is a position in each yeah. room? Mm-hmm. Okay, I can I can see that interpretation. <laughs> I'm a really big fan of of all the paintings giving uh, little vampire boys shit for <laughs> for giving away the ghost. He's got a two thirty eight on his head, Dave. How important could he be? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He's advanced. He's everybody else was was a preamble to the pinnacle of pigheadedness. Yeah, maybe <laughs> higher numbers better. Who knows? Mm. I would, yeah, I'm I would not sure assume which way this you is imp- scaling. You improve as you as you. Yeah, go. I would assume the higher number means more recent, right? Yeah, probably. Uh, unless they're working backwards towards something. You apply a terrifying amount of planning. It's a terrifying called shot. <laughs> Damn, I have exactly dude. 238 attempts at this. <laughs> the, the Babe Ruth of scientific necromancy. <laughs> I wonder he's so famous. <laughs> Just point your scalpel at God. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what a statement. Oh. <laughs> Uh, the straw hats make a break for it, and they wind up falling behind a Scooby-Doo Jinkies trapdoor in the wall. <laughs> oh, no. That is the best way to describe yeah. it, yeah. During the, <laughs> during the chaos, there's a bit, they they do the horror trope of, of trying to open the door, but it won't open. And <laughs> there's a panel of Chopper just going, what are you doing to me? <laughs> His face is just pure stretched anguish. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I love Chopper. <laughs> uh, this trapdoor leads them to a room full of photos of Sindri. It's probably fine. It's probably nothing. Mm-hmm. Sure. She's oh got my. no stitches on her face or chest or neck. And there's a newspaper that gives a completely different backstory than the one we were given previously. Yeah, interestingly. Huh. Uh, she, her name is Victoria Sindri, formerly a famous stage actress, but she fell off of the stage and died in an accident ten years ago. It's probably fine. It's probably fine. It's probably fine. It's fine. It's another trope I love. She's been <laughs> dead for ten years. <laughs> Roaming the hallways looking for the pirates is a zombie bodyguard. He is dressed like a samurai, but he has a very familiar laugh. He also doing the yo ho ho. What's up with that? I'm wondering what's up. Yeah. Uh, out in the forest, the rescue team encounter more of those scout ghosts who begin passing through the Straw Hat's bodies, and as soon as they do, each Straw Hat is plagued by sudden, immense depression. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> they just neg themselves really hard. <laughs> it's such a good gag. <laughs> Man, I totally suck this week. Everything I do <laughs> sucks. I can't go on. And then, when one passes through Fluffy, he says, if I were reincarnated, I'd want to be a clam. <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean, Luffy? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know Luffy was really that deep. He would yeah. want to be alone at the bottom of the ocean. No! Whoa. No! Stop. Oh, Tyler! Uh, uh-oh. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> There's also a really good gag with Zoro where he goes, you guys are pathetic because you don't have discipline and willpower. These strange ghosts are making a fool out of you. I was sorry I was bored. <laughs> yeah, one gets him. I don't think it's intended this way, but it's a very good jab at, at people who kind of claim that depression is something that you could just, you know, 
yeah. will yeah. away. Oh, absolutely. Because uh-huh. yeah. I've been there, and it's uh-huh. very much that, like, some other thing has passed through you, and you are in a different place. <laughs> that ghost fucking swooped away with all my serotonin. <laughs> it oh, <yeah>. Sure did. <laughs> I thought you were going to say how um, what Zoro says uh, can be uh, more of a callback to his uh, backstory and his uh, uh, regret with uh, with uh, um, I'm blanking on her name. Kuina? Who fell down the stairs? Kuina? Yeah. Oh, that if she yeah. only had more discipline and willpower, she wouldn't have fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Zoro regrets that he was born. I I I thought it would. Um, because whenever I've, I keep reading it, I'm oh, like... Oh, because that's what oh, it, she was saying, basically. She was like... Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure he blames uh, himself for that. Yeah. Because why else would he take up her, like, to become, like, the best? He does blame himself for pretty much everything that goes wrong, in some fashion. Oh, or he puts a lot of... Uh, <laughs> puts a lot of uh, he, he takes responsibility on, um, on a lot. Yeah. yeah, he takes on the pain of others, you could say. Yeah. Uh, these ghosts don't seem interested in fighting the straw hats, and eventually I'll just float away. Bye. It's interesting <laughs> that they thanks don't. Thanks for showing that... us your power, so <laughs> that we know about it later. Interesting that they don't touch Robin. Yeah, they don't wonder, bother. Wonder what would happened. They just immolate. <laughs> just too yeah, much negativity just... for them. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny if they met someone too negative for them. Oh boy, is that Hello? next mark? We're starting Hi. the. The straw hats continue their journey through the forest. <laughs> we're starting. We're starting to. We're starting to get acclimatized to it. I think. Mm-hmm. We're starting. We're starting to develop calluses. Uh, when Luffy spots a zombie coming out of the ground, <laughs> we get the best joke in the entire series. I, Perhaps I, in the entire series. I've seen this from this part from the anime like years before this moment. Same. I was yeah. waiting. I am. I am familiar with this gift. Uh, Luffy's first instinct is to just push it back into the ground. <laughs> just, make it, just, just make it go away. Yeah. Just go back. Go back in. Just wordlessly shoves it back under. Short for gaslight gatekeep. Go back in the dirt. <laughs> uh, the zombie pops out, offended that he would do such a thing, and he mistakes it for an old man with severe injuries. Why don't you push him back in the ground then? The the, the second best joke in the series. <laughs> it's also very good. Uh, the rescue team starts getting swarmed by zombies, but they work together using a team attack called the 600 million berry jackpot. Mm. Fuck yeah. Oh, what a cool, oh, this which is I guess, the coolest thing. Which I guess they had time to rehearse, even though Frankie literally just joined. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. The power of friendship. I think it's. I don't know. If there's much to rehearse. It's just kick everyone's ass. Yeah, just do a cool move. <laughs> yeah, everyone just be rad. All at once, time. though. Through some interrogation, Luffy manages to discern what happened to Nami and the others. By interrogation, yeah. he, he tells them not to lie to him. Yes. <laughs> And he rolls asks, a really like, good intimidation check on him. <laughs> My actual favorite joke in this volume is L- Luffy asks, what are you guys doing here? And the zombies say, uh, we're rotting, mostly. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like that, was an, like, the, like, that was an activity. <laughs> we're zombies. 
Uh, along the path to the manor, they encounter another zombie that Luffy mistakes as an old man with severe injuries. But it's it's the way that he says it, <laughs> the way that he reacts that's important. <laughs> like it like it's some sort of shocking important information that he needed. An old man with severe injuries. <laughs> it's it's like a speed racer moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everybody's just being like, "No, it's just another zombie, you idiot." No, I'm, you idiot. I'm an old man with severe injuries. Yeah, this one is an old man with severe injuries. <laughs> <laughs> For real this time. Just keep it simple and be a zombie. <laughs> don't don't confuse him like that. We don't need this right now. <laughs> Just do this for us, please. Uh, he asks if they can defeat a certain man for him because they seem so tough. The old man is missing a shadow just like Brooke was. And he says that he needs them to beat a man named Gecko Moria. Who is mm. another one of the seven warlords of the sea? Oh boy. He's oh. got an animal name. Mm, and it's yes. a good animal, too. So now we only have one warlord that we know absolutely nothing about left. Hmm. Oh. Uh, we have heard about or met six of them. Have huh. we? Yeah. Can, can we, we have met Mihawk. Mihawk. We heard about Jinbei. Okay. Who was the fish man that split off from Arlong. Oh, oh that's God, right. that was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Forgot about that. Uh, Crocodile, mm -hmm. Doflamingo, and Kuma, uh, and now Moria. And there is an open slot. And there is one left that we that we just haven't heard about yet. Okay. Okay. Uh, Luffy tells the old man, well, we were looking for the guy who steals shadows anyway, uh, so if he's after us, then we'll beat him up. Maybe you'll get saved along the way. <laughs> Works for me. Such a great attitude. <laughs> Uh, I'm those side quests and the main quest are in the same town. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh, those icons are overlapping. Nice, convenient. Uh, meanwhile, back in the mansion, Nami and the others stumble on Hogback's lab, where they see him building a zombie on his operating table. On the surgical altar. See what's on the <laughs> slab. Thanks, Matt. I'm glad you. I'm glad someone got it. Yeah. He was working in his lab late one night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, behind them, the samurai guard approaches and forces them out of hiding, where Hogback spots them. Let us not overlook the delicious snack that Sindri brought. Yeah, we get a repeat of her, of her giving him um, a, 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 a food you would need a plate for of some sort, at least. Sure. A bowl! Think. A bowl is not a plate, it's a different thing! You can give him a bowl! I think they might just be against dishes in, in general. I, just, oh, I wish all plates would disappear from the earth. <laughs> My favorite part about that bit is, is Hogback trying to reason with her. Just like, yeah. at least do a food that doesn't require a plate or a bowl or something. A finger food, maybe. Like, Corn dogs, The soup anything. is disappearing before my eyes, Sendry. <laughs> also, what is spaghetti soup? There's, there's just something very unappetizing about yeah. that. I think, it I think it's like... a food she specifically created to combine the two types of food that would be the worst to eat without a bowl or a plate. Uh -huh. It sounds like bad ramen. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it's, I can't. A bowl is just a plate with an accent. I can't. It's it's tomato sauce. I mean, I... what is a bowl but a rounded plate? Oh, it's tomato bisque. Um, and you you ground the uh, the noodles into a fine um, dust. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's sure. sprinkle it, it into the bisque. 
Ah, delicious. Yum, yum. Just just I've like babushka used to be. <laughs> You've heard of lasagna I'd give soup? it a try. It sounds weird, yeah. but I'd give it a shot. <laughs> Melissa, I feel like it'd be tasty. Yeah, we Explain need to... lasagna soup to us, please. I, I need to hear about lasagna soup. It's, it's, a, it's like a tomato-based uh, soup. Um, you usually put some kind of like ground meat in it. Um... Uh, onions, and then you do like there's various recipes for it, but like so it's the stuff that's in lasagna, like, but you just put it in tomato soup. Yeah, basically, and like strips of noodles, and and you just kind of glop some ricotta in they, there. They already have something like that. It's called Chicago deep dish pizza. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, God. it's it's the. It's that without the crust. Yeah. <laughs> that's just that's just lasagna soup with a bread bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, one of my favorite things I've ever eaten is New England clam chowder in a oh. bread bowl. Oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I would probably order that some lasagna soup. Oh, it's it's yeah, it's an interesting uh, idea. Hugback tells them that it doesn't really matter what secrets they learn anymore because the night hunt is beginning. <laughs> oh, the night hunt! Gets even, get even more bloodborne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He tells them to fear the pale blood. Again, Bloodborne is just Naruto, so <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's it's just it's re- well, it's reclaiming the settings oh. of like multiple mangas. Now that I think about it, there's a giant spider in Bloodborne too. Outside, the invisible man finally reveals himself to rally the zombie troops for the night hunt. Quick shout out to one of these zombie troopers uh, who's wearing a jacket that says "I am healthy" on the back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. Uh, how do we feel about Absalom? Hate him. Fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate yeah, this. Yeah, guy. Yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck this dude. I hate everything about him, and I hate how he looks. Also, yeah. <laughs> he's my least favorite character of this arc. Definitely. It's, it takes a lot of guts to make a lion. <laughs> <laughs> Suck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree. Somehow, Otis Lion's a bad name. Uh, inside the castle clock tower, because there's a castle on this island, also. Of course, there is. All, right. uh, all the ghost scouts coalesce into the body of a girl wearing a crown who is hidden in shadow. I mm. like her a lot. I feel the yeah, opposite we, about we, her. She's yeah, very we, we immediately transitioned over to a much better character. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything about uh, Perona. Someone who rocks and I enjoy. I don't want to like her, but I like her a lot. (laughs) Deep inside the castle, three little zombies rush into Moria's chamber to wake him before midnight when the hunt begins. Let's let's look at this fucking page turn, Tim. He's a pretty big guy. Big boy. Big boy. A lot of heavy, (laughs) again, completely different fucking manga. Like all the hatching (laughs) and the shadows. Even even the um, I guess we call it the eye reveal. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's him waking up. Yeah, we see like his big belly pants and then his yeah. eyes. That's about it. It looks like he maybe has he also boxing gloves big. on. Yeah, but they've got like claws. Yeah. Clawed boxing gloves. <laughs> Clawing gloves. I knew you were going to say that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I can't begrudge it. It was too obvious. I could feel it in my bones. Did <laughs> Skull joke. That's true. Did Foxy walk so that Moira could run? <laughs> hmm. Outside, the Straw Hats <clears throat> look up to see an enormous sail in the sky. 
revealing that Thriller Bark is actually the world's largest pirate ship. Oh, we're on a ship now. <laughs> that X mark just, paid off fast. It <laughs> has an entire village housed upon it. I am of two minds of this because, like, he tried to make such a big deal of Iceberg's dream of making a place a boat, <laughs> and then he just showed us a place that's a boat, <laughs> like, a chapter later. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, this is a big boat, whereas that is, like, making an island into a boat. So it's still a I mean, this has a, this has a village on it. <laughs> And it also castle. has a shore. Yeah. To where you could be anchored and move uh, the sunny about. True. With it instead of it being like crashed into the wall. So it has like a deep layer, which I find very weird. <laughs> like, uh, how is the thing not sinking? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what this big mining wheel is on the left of the castle. Like, yeah. if this is just up. a boat, what? Are, yeah. Is this how we fish? It <laughs> <laughs> works. Uh, Gecko Moria lives in the castle that is on the main mast of this ship. Love it. Uh, we learned that Absalom is the commander of the zombie soldiers. Uh, and we also are formally introduced to the ghost princess Perona, who is the commander of the surprise zombies. Love her. Yes. Which are the, the painting and the rug zombies, but also the wild zombies, whatever that means. Yeah, hmm. not sure what that means. Let us take a moment to appreciate the fashion. Mm-hmm. Real fucking quick. Yes, She's kind of got, like... Her, her whole setup is very, like, gothic Lolita by way of Tim Burton. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but she's got, mm-hmm. like, big strappy boots. Mm-hmm. And her big little boots. toes point inward. And that's what makes me love her. Is like, she's just... She's <laughs> got that little <laughs> touch of awkwardness. Got she's that. got those, those Tommy Pickle toes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she, and her, she, her whole design and face and everything is very much more shoujo than yeah. most shoujo. Yeah. yeah, definitely. She could definitely be in a birthday massacre music video. <laughs> <laughs> and just the aesthetic. There's a lot of like... I also noted it in, like, the room where uh, Gecko was sleeping. Is There's a lot of, like, spooky bears, spooky faces. It's uh, it's kind of like, um, if you ever look at Kiari Pamu Pamu's music video for Fashion Monster. Yes. Like, it's very that. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Uh, Moria rises from his sleep and says, I see. It's Straw Hat Luffy. Welcome to my haunt of demons. The paradise of the undead. Thriller Bark. Unthinkable nightmares will be yours. And this is such a great capper to the volume, where just as all of these, you know, the, all of the, the nightmares that are stacked against them are introduced <laughs> to the reader, the Straw Hats just march on in. Yep. All right, let's go. Just Joyfully. super excited to go into the ghost house. Yep. Mm-hmm. With Zoro with his hands in his pockets like a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> just strolling in. Any other thoughts for Volume 46? I thought Aww. this would be, like, a Halloween thing. Like, this was made around Halloween times because Oda wanted to do a spooky, scary skeletons part mm-hmm. of One Piece. Uh, but I looked up, this came out on July 4th, 2007. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Getting an early jump on Halloween. I'm sure I'm sure yeah. the arc overlaps with Halloween at some point. Uh, he probably... Like, he probably planned it to when he was starting to plan it, but I have some trivia that we'll learn in a future SBS also. Ooh. Uh, okay. uh, that song that Brooke was singing when we met him, mm-hmm. uh, Oda wrote that way back when he was writing Water 7 because he knew this part was coming up, 
and he went and approached the anime's composer to get the melody for it ahead of time so it wouldn't sound terrible in the anime. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Uh, and he told him at the time, I'm thinking about doing this storyline in about a year, and that was like four or five years before he did it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that seems like, like a Oda thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's definitely mm. Oda time. You've heard of mm. you've heard of Val time. It's basically <laughs> the same. I like that the Sunny has like moves that Frankie can call out, like any yeah. other moves. <laughs> I didn't want to like this volume because I, I I'm not a huge fan of like heavy spooky stuff and like the body horror of like medical horror and also yeah. The, yeah. the sexual assault jokes um but like it it was so well there were so many like little jokes that just happened like bam 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 um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i just i have to appreciate it, it was very well done it's my, very silly <laughs> made my it very experience <laughs> has been that things that a given person does not like like in general you can get them to buy if you just present it with enough confidence. <laughs> for me, um, th- we are starting what is for me my favorite arc in the series at this point. Why is that, really? Matt? Uh, yeah. why, why would that <laughs> yeah, be? If you know, Mr. Define Pro you know makes, about makes me. a Mr. Rock and Roll stitched zombie? up zombie VTuber. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't come to a surprise at all. Um, <laughs> but I, I love a haunted mansion trope. And mm-hmm. I love that Oda plays with it so well. I love oh, his yeah. homages to classic horror movies all throughout this. My favorite bit of this was just, no, I, I'm just an old guy with serious injuries. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Very good guys. Yeah. Good payoffs. Uh, I have something to say about it. Because um, uh-huh. I was anime only for this part. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing the manga art for the first time... It's quite a difference. Yeah. Um, I see. Different tone. I le- ah. legitimately like want to beat myself up for <laughs> being anime only for this because it's just so beautiful. Like this might be art wise my favorite part now. The, the harsh contrast. I, the, yeah. yeah I see. So much like light also, and dark. The black. Yeah. The black and white really sells it. Like. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. incredible work. Yeah. It's, it is. Yeah. It's very and I, and I have that, that panel of the carriage alone. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's what I, 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 I. That took me aback. I was like, holy cow! Like for. Yeah. Now that's that. been a been a theme of the whole manga for me so far. I have a lot of trouble with black and white manga. Like, in many, many places, even in manga that I really like, I have a very hard time telling what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, maybe once or twice have I felt like that in this so far. Yeah. 400-plus issues so far. He nails the hierarchy. He nails the clarity with the limitations of his medium so well. Yeah. And I'm always just excited. And, like, I mentioned this before with, like, how he and his team did darkness with that stippling airbrushiness that made it look (laughs) kind of burning and ethereal. Like, I just want to see what these guys do with with black ink next time. You know what I mean? (laughs) This part is kind of neat because in my limited One Piece knowledge, um, Brooke and Perona are character designs that I've seen before. Mm -hmm. But had no absolutely no idea who they were, when they showed up, anything. So now they're here. <laughs> now you get to know them. I... All right. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts, or should we head on to X Marks? 
X marks, X marks, X marks. I want to know what we're going to do. I got to know, one. team. Xander, were you able to pull any as you were reading through? Did you notice any that you wanted to point uh, out? For X marks? Yeah. Um, I mentioned it earlier, uh, but Brooke's clothing is something that I think more people need to be aware of, especially whenever <laughs> we see his crew. Because we learn, huh. you know, we, we get to learn Brooke more, right? Mm-hmm. Later on in the sure. future. I'm not yeah. going to spoil anything, but... We get to learn uh, where he's from, and then other people Who he from the same kind of area. Mm. Well, we know some people from the same area, and yeah. they dress very similarly. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I wonder if other characters that have, like, the frills and stuff are related by, uh, in that way. The the fashion of the area. Because yeah. mm-hmm. Odin fashion is very, like, consistent. He's There's conscious of it. Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking about, and I've never considered that, actually. Uh any others, or should I head to my list? I I have no others, really. Because I'm okay. sure y'all are going to probably cover everything I can think of. <laughs> my X marks this week are uh, Machine Island, which got mentioned in the cover story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I want to see that uh, island. The, the elongated skull Jolly Roger of the Space Pirates. Who exists, by the way. <laughs> space Pirates. Blackbeard mentioned that his power amplifies his pain. Uh, the sun or the darkness, who will win? Mm. <laughs> uh, the trigger for future events. Mm-hmm. Oh. God. Very interested in that one. This might be the largest Xbox. X mark we've gotten in a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Binx's brew, or Binx's sake in Japanese. Brink, is it Binx or Brinks? Binx. B I N K S. What was Binx? Like the time. Yeah, cap. I think in the app it's Brinks. Uh, oh, is brew. there a? Is there a? Uh, I think that's like the difference. Of? It's Bink Sake and then Brinks Brew. Ah, whatever. I think matter. they correct that later. Yeah, they probably do. Uh. <laughs> like, cause uh, I know like some spellings um, in the uh, Viz app have like changed a bit. Yeah, and I'm like, oh okay. Wasn't it this before? And I look and I'm like, yeah, okay, well, it did change, but subtly? Okay, cool, let's go. There's definitely a typo in this volume also where they give the same chapter number twice. Oh, uh, what? Oops. Uh, yeah, 4, 447 gets used twice. Oops. Oopsie. They used it for Zombie uh-huh. in the Box and then again for... Um, Moria. 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 So, yeah, I think, like I mentioned last time, they were... They were cranking out these volumes all at the same time in English, mm-hmm. so some typos just happened along the way. Back to the X marks. Do you poop? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Why was that? I mean, breathing through, your bu- breathing through your butt was an X mark, so I'm not surprised at this point. Yeah. Uh, Brooke's strong follicles. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Trees that can walk. Ooh. <laughs> Where's the giant spider? <laughs> sure. Mansley. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Luffy's unthinkable nightmares. Uh, Jason. Yeah? Do you have a star chart for us? I certainly do. Um, we've got a lovely horoscope to read at the end of this week for uh, one of our good... No, not, not one of our good friends. He's just someone who's kind of interesting and I wanted to talk about him. Uh, let's read for Dr. Hogback, please. Sure. With a birthday of December 19th, making him a Sagittarius. 
Okay. Okay. I don't feel like we get many of those. It's pretty rare, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Dr. Hogback, Miss Hog, if you're nasty, uh, this is what <laughs> the stars have to say <laughs> about you this week. <laughs> you might find yourself in a difficult situation when faced with a person who doesn't necessarily approve of how you're handling yourself. <laughs> it could be that someone misinterpreted one of your offhand remarks and is now really overreacting. Just be, be careful about shooting back any caustic remarks that could only aggravate the situation and elevate it to a damaging level. Your words will be taken more seriously than you think. Yeah, and I feel... Yeah. I feel like that is not just for Dr. Hogback, but is for, like, the volume as a whole. Yeah. <laughs> Almost everyone in it, including Ace and Blackbeard. Dr. Hogback, what are your fanboys is about to find out you make zombies? <laughs> Never meet your heroes, Chopper. Oh. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening. I appreciate everyone who tunes into this show every week. And I hope that you join us again next week when we will meet a beautiful female swordsmaster who's carrying lots of meat. Ooh, okay. What? Uh, Xander, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. This was great. It was wonderful to have you on the show. <laughs> would you Would you mind telling everyone about what you do again? Just a refresher. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I do a lot of creative things. Uh, typically mostly with audio. I do a fun slice of life fantasy show called Heartbeats, a heartwarming fantasy. Uh, I also do a One Piece podcast called Sailing All Blue. And I also have like other uh, fun stuff that no one should listen to. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there are stuff I have worked on. And one thing I do want to mention is a fun uh, sci-fi audio drama that I got to co-edit on called Nova Tarot. Mm-hmm. And it's super fun. I finally get around to listening to all of it. Because I don't... Like, I edit a lot of stuff, but I don't listen to it. Like, I don't even know what my own, like, shows are about. Sure. <laughs> I just edit them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I finally listened to it all. Because I only edited, like, half the episode. So I only knew half the story. Came together it's pretty really well. good. Yeah, it came together really well. What's I was very surprised. Uh, Nova Tarot. And is that on, like, Spotify? Or can you find that anywhere? Yeah, you can find it on I, pretty much every platform. Awesome. Obviously, you'd love to have you back again sometime for oh, yeah. a future volume if you'd be interested. Oh, absolutely. Yay. Hell yeah. All right, great. I like y'all to be on, like, guests on <laughs> Sailing All Blue. There's a lot of movies and TV specials. True. Mm. TV specials. If you ever do movie six, give me a call. <gasps> me too! Oh. <laughs> That's my favorite. Wait. <laughs> is... is not to spoil it is it the flower one yes, yes. It's the flower one <laughs> yes oh it, it's when all those characters are introduced for matt that is like the moment i'm going to show that <laughs> the movie. instant so so yes i'll let y'all know <laughs> it's literally like top five favorite movies i'd be so happy yeah just straight up it's a beautiful movie on its own yeah for those who don't know it's the it's the one piece movie directed by the guy who did like summer wars and Bell, which recently came mm-hmm. out. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. It's yeah. a Hasoda? Yeah. Yes. It's a Hasoda. Yes. Boy, so it's good. do we go tumbling through a kaleidoscopic white good. void? Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm in. Of course, Jason. It's a, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, it is based in the world of One Piece, so he can't, like, use the internet, but he yeah. makes it work. <laughs> but, but God damn it, he tried. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I 
to see. Uh, Matt, where can our Nakama find you on the Grand Online? Well, you can find me over on uh, Twitch and Twitter.com under the username DefineProg. It's D-E-F-I-N-E-P-R-O-G. I'll be doing my zombie VTuber thing. Uh, Jason? Yo, you can find me usually on twitch.tv slash jcavs, J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. Um, currently, I'm streaming nothing but driving, racing, car games in an event all month long. I'd like to call Karch. <laughs> Laura? I go by Haha, I'm Laura on Twitter, Newgrounds, Patreon, Give Me Money, and YouTube. And I'm an animator, and I do art, and I also dabble in music. Whoopee. <laughs> uh, Melissa? I am on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch as Christia, K-R-I-S-T-A-I-A, and I am staring at the cover for volume 47, and I need to know. <laughs> oh, boy. Enjoy. Uh, well, now I have to uh, go look, too. Dave? Uh, while I'm looking, uh, mm-hmm. I am, as always, Scythe, P-S-Y-T-H-E, on Archive of Our Own. I write fanfiction sometimes. Uh, Theo? Uh, I don't do much on the internet, but if you happen to be in or around Dayton, Ohio, you can come to the Black Box Improv Theater. Uh, we have shows every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I perform Thursdays and sometimes Fridays. All right, well, I can I can see I can see where you're going, <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> uh, you can follow this show on Twitter at MealPeace, and pin there is an invitation to join our fan Discord, The Mess Deck where we have a section to discuss the latest volume that we have read and put an episode out on, and also a extensive spoiler section that gets a lot of activity <laughs> to talk about the entirety of the series. Uh, but we also have a, a number of hobby sections where you can come and chat about the other things in your life you enjoy, and uh, maybe Elden Ring, because that's what I'm doing a lot lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Elden Ring looks really good. Oh, Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can send an email to this podcast at uh, piecemealpodcast at gmail.com and I would also appreciate it if you would rate and review the show on your podcast service of choice and make it a five star rating so that all the One Piece fans of the world can find us uh, and Xander would you mind doing our outro for us this has been piecemeal keep dreaming <laughs>